Lisa Ramona and Ric Flair gotta face the ultimate maniacs of the Survivor Series. Oh yeah! Explosiveness that can never ever be recreated. A chemical combustion that forms a bond forever and ever. Which means the ultimate maniacs are totally out of control. Oh my God, out of control. That you guys backed yourselves into right here, yeah. Do you see any back door? Do you see any door which you can escape? No, you don't, because this wall is made of solid steel. It is bonded by all the ultimate maniacs all over the world because we know how to survive. And at the Survivor Series, the Ultimate Warrior and the Macho Man and the Ultimate Maniacs will his very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on track. Sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? The sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk. This is episode 171, and we are so glad that you all out there decided to come back one more time and hear what we got to say. I'm your guy, one more time, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., and remember, folks, acknowledge me. <laughs> and it's your man, Black. We are back in the building for another episode. One of your favorite sportsologists in the building. D, let's get into it. Just want to uh, tell uh, all the wrestling lovers out there, thank you. I got some really nice uh, text messages and responses uh, to the show. Uh, we did something different last week. Of course, WrestleMania 38 was this past weekend. We're about to get into a quick rapid review uh, of the um, magnificent... Uh, event that was WrestleMania 30 late, at least in my opinion. Um, and uh, we're going to get back into all the basics today. All right. The NBA playoffs are next weekend. The season is winding down. We're in the last week of the regular season. And uh, we're going to get into a lot of interesting teams. I got some questions to ask Black. So we we're loaded with basketball today. Uh, but before we get into that, let's go ahead and, and and I know it's one thing some of y'all are waiting for me to acknowledge. Don't worry, I will. But let's go ahead and get into it real quick. This past weekend was WrestleMania 38, and we're going to get into all the other matches, but we got to start here. The greatest of this generation <laughs> made it official last night. Black, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, defeated the Beast 
Brock Lesnar in the main event of WrestleMania to become the first ever Universal WWE World's Heavyweight Champion. Black, how do you feel about the match between Lesnar and Reigns? And how do you feel today that Reigns is basically the guy, period? Oh, man, uh, it's a big deal. Roman Reigns with this win in WrestleMania over Brock Lesnar to become undisputed champ. This solidifies what we've been saying about Roman Reigns for a very long time. This put Roman Reigns up there with some of the best wrestlers of all time. What we're seeing from Roman Reigns, he is putting his handprint on this uh, on on WWE. He's showing that he is the head of the table, and he's showing that everyone else you have to bow. Yes, <laughs> you have to bow to the king because that's exactly what he's doing. Wonderful match, I, I, I loved it, man, from beginning to end. I, all, all of WrestleMania, I loved it, but Roman Reigns, man. This this what what was what was supposed to happen? We needed this in we needed this in wrestling. We didn't want it to be Brock. We wanted to be we wanted it to be Roman Reigns, and that's what we got. D, I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Roman Reigns, man, interesting character, interesting story with him. He's been in the WWE almost a decade. Okay, it's just, it doesn't seem like it, but he has. And every once in a while, you get a generational guy that comes around. And after you were done with, you know, Undertaker was coming to an end, Triple H was coming to an end, Stone Cold, The Rock, you know, that previous generation where a lot of things, where a lot of these guys were just stacked on top of each other. This time around, it's not like that with Reigns. You got guys like Seth Rollins out there. You got Randy Orton. I don't put Randy Orton in this generation. He's in the previous generation with Batista and guys of that nature. But I don't see no one else. Seth Rollins is the closest to him, and he got a lot of his stuff fast. But he hasn't stayed in that uh, element, so to speak, of the guy. Yeah. Um. But Reigns, when he got a taste of it, he made... The decision to stay where he is. And what was critical for Reigns was the heel turn. I don't think Reigns could have maintained his energy that he has now if he would have stayed good guy Reigns. He had to turn heel. The change of the music. The ring attire. The acquisitions of Paul Heyman. The storylines with his cousins, the Usos. The acknowledgement from his family, except one member in particular. But he has just taking full advantage of what's been placed in front of him. And last night, I enjoyed the match between him and Lesnar. I thought the ending would be a little bit more dramatic, but I was cool with it. Um, Reigns now, indeed, the undisputed Universal WWE Champion. Like Black said, it was supposed to happen. It happened. I'm glad it was a clean win. Yeah, I'm glad the Usos didn't get involved. I'm glad it wasn't nothing janky, but I did expect a little bit of a more dramatic finish between the two but it is what it is Roman Reigns now basically the new year for the WWE starts the day after Wrestlemania and we're I'm looking forward to I'm sure Black is too to see what direction are they going to use Reigns now that he'll be on both shows and he's the one champion so I'm looking forward to all the potential storylines that could happen with Reigns uh, being the guy all right, Black, let's get into a couple of other staples of the night. Man, I want to go straight to Bianca Belair and <laughs> Becky Lynch. <laughs> but before we get into the match, man, how about that entrance from uh, Bianca Belair with Texas Southern? 
out there doing their thing. That was one of the most rawest entrances I ever seen. She mm-hmm. totally killed that. Texas Thunder coming out playing her music. Bianca's ring attire. I was like, oh yeah, ain't no way she losing the night. <laughs> ain't no way she losing the night. She indeed did not lose. She became the new Raw Women's Champion, defeating uh, Big Time Bex in a very good match. Yeah. Probably the match of the night on Saturday night. It rivals Rollins and Cody Rhodes. But Black, what do you think of Belair? Her interest in her winning the title. Man, uh, this wasn't my match of the night. You know, I. Becky and Becky and Bianca, man, it, this this was long overdue, you know. And yeah. we know uh, Bianca been wanting to get her big her get back since SummerSlam, and man, like not only not only Bianca's interest, but to see Becky roll up in the Escalade, uh, Escalade mm. I mean, just flashy. Like like we always say, she give you that McGregor type feel, man. She and do. That's what we got from her. The new haircut, I liked it. It was clean. Yeah, like it was raw too. Yeah, man. It, it it was a very entertaining match. By a lot of back and forth in this match, I loved it. Um, seeing seeing Bianca, man, and how far she has come in so little time, it's amazing. And this, it's literally becoming. I had a thought. I was like, man, could this potential? I don't know if that's going to happen, but I was like, can WrestleMania really be a situation where Bianca shines the most? Will she be one of those ones to win uh, like all her matches like Undertaker did at WrestleMania? She's 2-1-0 in WrestleMania. And she has she's won the belt twice at WrestleMania. So I don't know what they're going to do or what direction they're going to push Bianca in, but they have to give her something. They have to give her something to keep growing her character. But I love her being a champ. It's just something about uh, Bianca having that Raw Women's Championship. It seemed like the, the the energy is back. And it seemed like everyone was so involved with uh, Bianca getting her belt back. And then, and then just to see her behind stage with her husband and everything they was doing, man, it's, it's a lovely thing. I'm happy for Bianca. Yeah, great match. Great match between Bianca and uh, Becky. Uh, Black said it well. It was a great moment. I was glad to see it. She deserved that moment. She deserves to be where she is. Um, it was interesting because I really didn't know when the match was going because both women deserve the spotlight. Let's just mm-hmm. call it what it is. Bianca is a, a budding superstar, but Becky's been one or two tops female wrestlers in the industry her and charlotte flair for three four years now i know ronda snuck in there a little bit and sasha's always hung around but it's been becky she rolled the wave all right and i just didn't know when the match was going on but i was glad to see belair get it done and one more time that interest man whoo top top five for me all time i love that interest it was really really dope man i really enjoyed it all right a couple matches to fly through before we make another stop the usos Ooh. Take care of business. Remaining the tag team champions. Love to see that. Drew McIntyre getting a win over Happy Corbin. (laughs) The Miz and Logan Paul defeat the Mysterios. I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the match. Kudos to Logan Paul. I thought he did a good job. He did look really good, though. I thought he was almost like in his element, so to speak, during the match. And what I love most about it was was the ending when the Miz turned on him. So that lets me know Logan Paul is not through with he's WWE. He's going to be around for a while. So he's going to return. So yeah. shout out to uh, Logan Paul. I thought he did a great job. And let's go ahead and stop here, man. Cody Rhodes makes his uh, mm. return, all right, to face the architect, Seth freaking Rollins. And arguably the match of the night. Black, what did you think? We called it for the past, I don't know, month or so. Rose returning to face Rollins. What did you think about that moment? Man, you talk about entrance. 
It was Cody Rose entrance, man. That coming great. from up, up underneath the ground, man. It I love great. it. it and I, I love the whole Cody Rose uh, American Nightmare. I love that. Yeah. But D, I seen what you were saying about Cody Rose just a few weeks ago when we were talking. Well, last week when we were talking about it, his wrestling is so much improved. Yeah, he's a lot better. To see him go toe to toe with Seth Rollins like that, man, and. And to have a great match, that had to be by far the longest match of the WrestleManias. Yeah. I mean, because that, and, and they give, that match gave you a little bit of everything. Seth Rollins had his moments. Cody had his moments. And and I, I thought, I was thinking, man, they're going to they gonna bring Cody Rose out here so he can shine. He might beat uh, Seth Rollins quick. But no, they let this match go on. Yep. And I love to see that. They, Seth Rollins like, basically, you ain't finna come back and just, you know, Look, a step over me. You're right. going to have to work for this. And he made Cody Rhodes work. Mm-hmm. I love the space that Cody is in. Do I have to agree with you? Cody Rhodes has that pedigree of main event. Yeah. Or uh, potentially you have one of those belts around his waist. Yeah. So I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Cody so far. I want to continue to see what they do with him moving forward. Yeah, excellent, excellent match between Rollins and Rhodes. Um, I enjoyed the pageantry. I love Seth Rollins' entrance. I love Cody Rhodes' entrance. The match was spectacular. Uh, for two guys not to have been around each other and never faced before at all, for them to get in there just on the spur of the moment, they did a very good job. Um, the 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 outcome was predictable. I mean, you don't bring Cody Rhodes back to have him lose. But I also didn't like that Seth Rollins had to take that bump like that. But Rollins performed so well that I think he didn't take a loss there. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be able to build on it. And potentially, I don't think nothing else. I don't know if any more is left to be had between Rollins and Rhodes. I think right away, maybe Rhodes may be Reigns' first challenger. We'll Think find so? out tonight. Maybe so. I mean, hmm. Vince loves to capitalize on the new, uh, uh, his new people coming into the business who have juice. Cody got juice. He does. He's been one of the most popular wrestlers for the past two years with the AEW thing. Him coming back home. He's not a United States title guy anymore. Oh, he's not. He's not an intercontinental title guy anymore. Yeah. He's main event. He's the show. He's main so event. So what yeah. do you do to capitalize capitalize the energy of WrestleMania? I don't know. Do you entertain Rhodes and Reigns to do something real quick and build on it? We'll see. Well, All you right? know, you know what else that really that really shocked me? How invested WWE was. Because before any music hit. You heard the crowds, Cody, Cody. They were saying it before anything hit, so it was expected. Yeah. And once Cody came out, it was it was like a welcome welcome back party for him to be back yeah, in no WWE. Doubt. Yeah, that's, it's good. That's home. See, that, you, that's home for him. Yeah. You know, six years removed before he, you know, yeah. Yeah. and his time away. Grew up and, in the business. And, and to father. be back. Yeah. I have to agree with you, D. I, I really think they need to grow upon this with Cody. Yeah. I hope they can build something, build something with it. Maybe him and Reigns, and see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Even, even a storyline with him and Seth Rollins, something could go back and forth. I would love that because I love they match that much. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see what happens. But I'm so excited to have Cody Rhodes back in WWE. Yes, absolutely, great moment. All right, two more spots before uh, of Saturday night. Let's go ahead to the SmackDown Women's Championship. And it's shocker to me, Charlotte retained the SmackDown Championship. I thought Charlotte looked it fantastic. I thought Ronda is greatly improved in that match since she first got there. As the match was going back and forth, I kind of got the sense that Charlotte was going to steal one, and she did. Am I mad at the decision? No. 
I, I see that they're not done with Charlotte and Ronda. I think they're going to have a drawn-out feud for a couple of months. You're going to see different matches between them, potentially a Hell in a Cell, an Iron Woman match, a no host bar. You're going to see multiple different things, a la Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. When they first got real heated mm-hmm. for a three or four month span, they were going at it back and forth. That's what I see brewing here with Charlotte and Rousey. But ultimately, both women were beautiful in the ring. Great match. And uh, Charlotte getting it done. Black, your thoughts real quick. Yeah. Um, man, I love Charlotte. Charlotte growing on me a lot. Love man. her. I, I love I, her. I love Charlotte. Even with her, she she's another one with the entrance. It's just amazing. Fantastic. Man. It, I promise you, boy, that thing don't look like her daddy out no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that thing is crazy, man, yeah, to man. see her man in that space. But man, um Charlotte is is super athletic, like you always said. Yeah, man. And then Rousey, she brings that toughness and mm-hmm. like you said, she is much improved. She is. I think I see I want to see a little more from her because I seen a lot of times in that match she was kind of doing some of the same stuff over and yeah. over. She her bag gotta get a little deeper. Yeah. You know, and Charlotte, her bag. She could pull a lot out of there, and then even with even how even with how the match went, like you think about it, her dad was always the guy who get them sneaky wins real quick. Yeah, and she's rough going there, and she's the same exact way. way. And I love the way that they're portraying how Charlotte is. She's just that mastermind type. Uh, a wrestler yeah. You know She gonna get you quick Get these wins quick And get up out of there Even though Ronda made a tap But the ref didn't see it The ref was knocked out Dude is playing you the know? game You know So I love to see uh, How Charlotte And uh, Ronda I love to see they match yeah. How it went I was shocked by the uh, outcome But mm-hmm. You know they want to, like you said, they want to build upon yeah. it. Love the match, very, very entertaining. Absolutely. All right, last stop for WrestleMania Saturday night. I love that. Here we go. <laughs> All right, man. Stone Cold Steve Austin returned to WWE ring to compete after that was sixteen or nineteen years he hadn't been in WWE ring. I enjoyed the moment with him and Kevin uh, Owens. Kevin Owens did a great job. He really, really waved the flag for this thing, cutting all the promos and building it up without Austin being there at all. And uh, when Austin got there, I enjoyed how it had turned out. I thought it was pretty cool to see. And it did surprise me with that turning into a match. You know, that was surprising. But uh, I enjoyed the moment. It was good to see Stone Cold. It was. And just like the, 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 the rest of them, they're getting older. <laughs> and, and and you see, and this was the first time I saw Austin old, but he looked good. He did, but sixteen years removed. Yeah, bro. he looks great, but he's old. He is. He's old now, and that was the first time I really saw it. So I was like, wow, like another hero of mine is getting older. The only two when I see him that don't look old yet are really Triple H and The Rock. They like the last two. Mm-hmm. Taker looks old. You know, all all of the, all of them are. Stay, oh Lord, Sting's still jumping off. <laughs> <laughs> Exit entrances, but uh, it, it was cool to see him, man. Uh, so yeah, Stone Cold and Kevin Owens gave us a pretty cool moment on Sunday night or right, uh, Saturday night. All right, but let's get into Sunday. We're gonna kind of breeze through this for all you guys who hate wrestling. Don't worry, we're almost done. RK Bro retained the tag titles. Was it mad? Was it mad? Great match. Great, Great match. match. Was it mad that I was really pulling for the Street Profits? But uh, I still see that they're not done with Orton and Riddle. But here's the thing. Riddle is a budding star. So something's going to have to give here. Yeah. And I hope they're not going to do what I think they're about to do eventually. But I'm going to keep that to myself right now. Oh, I already know what you think. Yeah. Something about to happen. Because you can't keep Riddle under Orton's wing. 
It's time for him to ascend. Could you imagine Riddle and Seth Rollins doing a program? Could you imagine Riddle and Cody Rose doing a program? Could you imagine Riddle challenging Reigns for the title? It's a lot of possibilities with him. So I think they about to do something that I hope they don't do. But knowing the WWE, it could be coming down the pike. I know all you out there. What are you saying? Say it. I ain't saying it. I'm just going to wait till things start to develop. All right, Bobby Lashley hands Omos his mm. first loss. I, I mean, you talked about we it. We talked about it. You can't use it's Lashley. still something there. It is, but you it's can't use Lashley. There. You can't use Lashley for Omos to rise. You can't yeah. use him because Lashley, like you said last week, he just had the title. I, I can kind of, I, I don't know about you, but I can kind of see them doing something with Lazzy and Reigns. I just Absolutely, feel it. Yeah. I just yeah, feel yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, it's bound to happen. By them, by them not letting him lose, that shit still tells me yeah. they want him to be part of the show. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 no doubt. Um, no I doubt. can see them something developing on the Raw side. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, with he could him be first Reigns. up. It could be. He, he could, could be, be first up. All right, uh, <laughs> very fun moment uh, for WrestleMania. Really wasn't sure how this was going to go. Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn was entertaining. It was funny. That and it was funny. Fun. And it was fun. Yes, it was. It was a great. You got to see Wee Man and I, I mean, was shocked to see Wee Man. It was a great moment. <laughs> I, I really didn't know how to feel about it. They really went all out, and I enjoyed it. It, it was a good, fun moment uh, for the night, and the fans were into it. So the fans were into it, and you can hear the fans come through your TV screen. That was though John Knoxville getting a win over Sami Zayn. The boss, Sasha Banks, and Naomi capture the Raw Women's Tag Team Champions. I was glad to see it. They need to figure something out with Sasha, and they need to figure out something out with her fast. Yeah. They need to figure it out. I don't know what's going on. She seems to be lost in the shuffle, so to speak, as far as like the main event type uh, movements. And, and I'm going to be real. I mean, Bianca and Becky and Charlotte and Ronda, they deserve those spots this year. They did. I'm just going to keep it real, but I would love to see Sasha get back into the fold. Her and Naomi, Raw tag t- Raw Women's Tag Team Champions. Interesting match. Edge and AJ Styles. Interesting match. Interesting ending. Black, what do you think's going on with Edge and the recruitment of, 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 of these, I forget the guy's name, that it looks like they're going into another phase with Edge. What did you take from that match last night? I I, I don't know. I I didn't. It really kind of it really kind of rubbed me the wrong way because that match was so good. It was great. It was a good match until you know yeah, the, his, the guys yeah. come to come out. He's like the United States former champ, United States former champion. United States champ. Yeah. So I don't know. If they got something they trying to build with Edge, I don't know what they doing with Edge. It's uh, confusing. For I don't sure. know if he trying. They trying to get him back in that space like it was back in the day. We have a couple people with him, and he just that he just that heel now. I don't know if he didn't turn heel he's now. Healed. Yeah, he's you healed. know. So I'm guessing last and when he's heel, he usually have a few guys with him. You know, uh, so called bodyguards or the, you know to take care of the uh, dirty work for him. So this is what this could be. Very good match. I didn't like the interference because this match was going so well. But we'll see what where it goes from here. Yeah, uh, just, just very interesting. Um, I think we're just going to have to wait and see with that because I'm still kind of confused by it. But ultimately, Edge getting the win. All right, Pat McAfee defeats Austin Theory. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, uh, talk about theater uh, that took place after that. Very fun moment again. All right, uh, McAfee and Theory, they do their thing. Vince comes out. Stone Cold gets involved. Beer's going everywhere. Stone Cold stuns everybody. Uh, McAfee did good. 
He did good. You can see the athleticism. You can see the charisma in him. And the funniest moment of the whole weekend is was after he got stunned, he was laying outside of the ring still drinking beer. I mean, <laughs> I laughed so hard when I saw that. Well done, Pat McAfee uh, at WrestleMania. I, I, and I, I also said, I said, oh, man, uh, McMahon and Stone Cold, they butchered the, the stunner. I was like, oh, Vince God, they butchered He's almost 80 years it, old, man. man. He's almost 80 years old. He almost 80. But I, 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 I enjoyed seeing it for all you old heads out there, man. The People nostalgia. just trying to relive them old moments yeah, when sure. uh, he for was sure. a stun McMahon. For sure. Just the nostalgia in it all, in, in it all was was pretty good, man. Was was pretty good for sure. So that's our WrestleMania uh, wrap-up, uh, so to speak, WrestleMania 38. Um, and, of course, we already talked about Reigns. Uh, being crowned the undisputed champion, defeating Brock Lesnar at the top of the show. So, wrestling fans out there, we're going to give you more. We're going to give you more. Um, you guys are talking. We're listening. Uh, me and Black have some things uh, coming up uh, in the immediate future uh, with this wrestling thing. We want to we stay tapped in, and we hope you guys stay tapped in with us. All right, man, we're going to transition out of that, and let's get to the final four that took place this past weekend. Black. Well, first of all, Kansas absolutely routed Villanova to earn their ticket to play for the national championship. And then in the nightcap, the main event, so to speak, first time ever, Duke, North Carolina for the third time this year. North Carolina edges out my Dukies, 81 to 76. Coach K is officially done. Black, what did you think about the game, and what are your thoughts on tonight's national championship game with Kansas and North Carolina, and who you got? Well, Villanova and Kansas game, we kind of, you kind of know the right ones on the wall yeah. with that when they start playing towards Achilles. Yeah. So it was only so much that they could do. You know, yeah. they tried to have a little push, tried to make a little comeback. Yeah. But uh, Kansas is a well-oiled machine, man. They got a lot of talent. This might be it. some of the best talent that they have had. They uh, love. What's his What's his name? Self. What's uh, Coach Self? Coach Self. Bill Self. This might be some of the best talent he's had at Kansas on one team. Mm -hmm. And I mean, from 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 top to bottom, like this is a really good Kansas team. And believe it or not, D, they've been one of the most dominant teams in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Like some of these games that they've been playing haven't really been close, mm -hmm. so uh, it was a really good game. You kind of figured that Kansas was going to pull that out, so and shout out to Kansas on making it to the Natty. And man, oh, just Duke and North Carolina, like what? What can you say? Bloodbath. Like what can you say, man? Like I'm looking at this game, man. This is just like no one never had the upper hand in this game at all. You know, this game never got out of control. No, no team went on the run. Like this, this game really came down to the last few possessions, and that's what you expect out of out of the biggest rivalry in college, in college sports. It may be the yeah, biggest rivalry yeah. in college sports. Yeah. Some say the Iron Bowl. No, it's Duke and North Carolina basketball. These teams are eight miles apart. Like, what do you ask for more? These people stay a week in a tent to wait for this game during the season. <laughs> A whole week. Yep. Not in the RV, in a tent, D. A tent. You know, so it's 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 very exciting. I man, I, I was just like, man, I hate this game. I was like, I hate this game for Coach K. I don't want to see him lose to North Carolina, but North Carolina has been playing really good basketball. Duke has as well. And man, to see uh North Carolina take that moment, man, and seize the moment. 
that kid love, man, he's the real deal. Like to to come out and have six points in the first half and give you twenty two in the second, like that, that kid got that kid, man, he's the real deal. I don't know if he a freshman or sophomore, but mm-hmm. I don't if they I don't know what they're gonna do. I expect him to go to the next level. But man, this game was really, really entertaining. Had me on the edge of my seat. I ain't want no interruptions. I used I I wasn't even I was trying to watch Mania and it went back to that. I was like, oh man, this is getting real over here. <laughs> so it was very exciting. Hate to see Coach K man, especially losing North Carolina in his last game. You know, no, that's gonna always be the deal. North Carolina retired Coach K, even though he was retiring anyway. Thank you. So uh <laughs> it really you. didn't matter who he was playing against. Correct. It, it just happened to be North Carolina. So you know North Carolina fans sure. and people that don't like Duke sure. are going to say it. But hell of a career for Coach K. The game of college basketball will miss him. Yeah, undoubtedly. It will miss him because you don't have that longevity like you have Coach K. It was him. Pat Summit, the coach from Connecticut, and Gino. maybe one or two, and Gino, that's you know that lasts really long. And, mm-hmm. and and when you got like the blue blood blood coaches, and they're all stepping back now. They all you know going into the next phase of their life, and to see him gone, man, is going to suck. You know, you seen all the pouring of love from the NBA players, NBA players, college players. I mean, just all around the rural. Uh, giving wishes to uh, Coach K on his last ride. Shout out to him. Shout out to him on an amazing career. Uh, he's going to be missed, D. Yeah, it sucked, man. It sucked. Uh, Hassan Edwards and uh, Brandon Rose, I hate your guts. All right? I hate you guys' guts. You know who you are. So leave me alone. It's over. Leave me alone. Now I'm just playing. It is what it is. And I'm glad you said that all those bozos out there telling my North Carolina retired Coach K, you didn't retire him. You didn't retire him. Anybody could have retired Coach K in this tournament. It just so happened that the last game we get against North Carolina, but I get it. I'm not salty about it. I understand it. It is what it is. But a hell of a run by Duke. Kudos to those kids for fighting and scratching and clawing, trying to do everything they could to send Coach K out on top, making it to the Final Four. Like Black said, it was a back-and-forth game. No one really had the advantage at all. It was a phantom call that I despised at the end of the game. That should have been an and one, but hey, I'm not going to cry with spilled milk. It is what it is. North Carolina advanced to the national championship game. And by the time y'all hit us, the national championship game, national championship game would have taken place. And I hope Kansas beat uh, North Carolina <laughs> by 60. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope Kansas rock, chalk, bing, bong, Jayhawk. That's what I'm rolling with tonight. All right? So, it is what it is. K, K, baby, we love you. We love you out here, man. One of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest college basketball coach of all time. Success on top of success on top of success. Revered, respected, uh, made Duke to a household name. That's all they know is K. Coach K ain't, ain't no, we don't know nobody else. We just know K. All right, John Shaw's going to take over, but it's going to hurt, man. It's going to hurt not having K there, but he deserves this. Enjoy your retirement, Coach K. Enjoy your time with your family and your loved ones. Live your life, man. The, the, lab, the, the, the fruits of your labor. You deserve it, man. I, I, hate it. I hate to see you go, and I definitely hate to see you go by the hands of those bums and on Tobacco Road. But it is what it is. Respect North Carolina. Respect the Kansas. Championship on the line tonight. Like I said, by the time y'all hear this, hopeless Kansas is the national champion. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hopefully it is. I'm, I'm going Kansas. I think Kansas is more well-rounded than North Carolina. I think the guard play is going to be elite tonight. I think I, they match up well inside. They 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 match big for bigs. I like Kansas I, bigs better. Yeah, I, uh, I I love that guy. Uh, I can't think of his name from um, North mm-hmm. Carolina. He had twenty two rebounds. Yeah, you know he's a force. And him and him and uh, 
the kid, the freshman from uh, Kansas, the big guy, they gonna go at it. So I'm gonna love to see what happened with that. Like you say, but guard play, you know, it's gonna, um, be, elite it's, it's gonna be elite. But the kid, love man, he got he got them goods, man. Yeah, yeah he got he guts. Got, he got that killer instinct. He got guts. Uh, I want to see what they do with him and how he plays in this game. Uh, it's gonna be very very entertaining. But I'm gonna roll with North Carolina, D. Okay. I think I think coming off that you know win over Duke, I, I feel like them boys feeling good about themselves. I think they gonna get this done. It's one year removed from Roy Williams, so that'd be a big deal for them. It would be. I hope you're wrong, but we'll, uh, we'll see. <laughs> All right. So uh, shout out Coach K one more time. Job well done. And uh, wow, way to call it a career. All right, man. We're gonna roll out of that. Let's get into the National Basketball Association and uh, got a lot to get into. Playoffs are coming up. My favorite time of the year are the NBA playoffs. More than anything else, looking forward to the conversation. Now, Black, before we get into all of the conversations that we need to have as we wrap up the regular season um, uh, before the playoffs start and be on the lookout for a special edition playoff breakdown from me and Black coming next week. You guys look out. Black's just learning this live. All right. So we're going to do a playoff breakdown show as we get ready for the NBA playoffs next week. You guys be on the lookout for that. But Black, if you don't mind, I just need a minute. I, I, I just need I just need maybe three minutes, bro, because I, I just can't let this ride. Thanks to guys. Now, hey, bro, you didn't even hit the intro music for NBA. I did, bro. You did? I did. Oh, I'm sorry. I ain't paying attention. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh-oh. What's up with you, bro? I don't understand. Why are you so hostile towards LeBron? I wake up this morning. I take my son to school. I go to the gym. And while I'm in the sauna, I hear the TV on. I see the TV on. And I see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is back at it again talking about LeBron James. This ain't got nothing to do with basketball. So for all you haters out there thinking I'm finna ride on this man about anything basketball, he ain't got nothing to do with basketball. They asked Kareem, man, LeBron is closing in on your record. Kareem, how do you feel about that? My dog ain't even answered the question. My dog said a lot of LeBron's antics and actions are beneath him and he should be embarrassed. And then they asked the man, and then the man continues to go on. And says that, you know, LeBron James, you know, he could have done a do a lot more. And, and just a lot of just personal attacks at Bron. And if you're LeBron James, what do you do here? You fire back at an 80-year-old Kareem Abdul-Jabbar who's senile and high? That's right. He is. He's senile and he smokes all day long. That, that, that's, that's what we're doing. That's, that's who he is. He's a hater. If you know anything about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he is not a well-liked person in the media, and he wasn't well-liked in the NBA due to his frivolous, you like that vocabulary, don't you? Due to his frivolous assaults on people. Now, back to this. The reporter, thank God, 
let him know on some of the things that LeBron James has done. I don't know, as recently as the first graduated class of his school that he built in Akron, he sent all of those people who graduated, all the whole class, sent them to Akron with a free college education. And then when he was hurt, that oh, he says, oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's well done. I'm just trying to be, you know, I feel like I'm like the older brother brother to LeBron James. What? Older brother? <laughs> so listen, man, Kareem, like, what, what's your motive, dog? What's your motive? All you need to do, Kareem, is make sure you sit front and center sometime next season when LeBron James passes you. You're not the most revered Laker. That's Magic. That's Kobe. The only thing that you have left to keep you revered is that you're the number one all-time leading scorer. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock on that. There's no reason to go against the man, LeBron James. He's done more than anybody that I know personally. I don't know anybody who's done more than this man in the community I don't know. I don't know. Tell me somebody. Tell me. The man has a school. So Kareem, shut up. Whoever watches you on the daily, they need to take your Twitter account. They need to go and reevaluate your um, uh, med card for the marijuana that you take in every single day. <laughs> and if you sipping a little of that Yizak, you might want to put that down a bit too because this sounds personal against LeBron. This ain't about sports. If we're talking basketball, have your opinion. We all have them when you come talking basketball. We all have them. But personal shots? Talking about the man should be embarrassed and he could he could have done more to be a, a, a even better role model? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Because of people like LeBron, I understand what the hell generational wealth is. I understand that you don't have to have chains on you. You could tell your story how you want your story to be stole, how you want your story to be told. A la the shop, a la uninterrupted. Allah, I promise. We ain't talking about nothing LeBron undid on the floor. Because if you want to keep it real, he better than you was. In my opinion. So Kareem, bro. Lay back on the prescribed marijuana. <laughs> put down the little yak cup. And stop with the personal shots. Make sure that you're front row and center. When LeBron passes you for number one all time. And then, then that moment, sir, unfortunately, that's what you will be. The past. Because there's a new king now at number one. And his name will be LeBron Raymond James Sr. Black, anything on Kareem's personal shots at the king? Yeah, man, he just needs to chill, man. Like. Like you just said, you said it very well, not even talking about on the basketball court, mm -hmm. man. Next, LeBron, like you said, is one of the most giving souls, giving back. Because you just got to look for where the man came from in his upbringing. You see it if you go to any one of these shows or see him sitting down talking about his life, man. It, it, it's, it's amazing to watch. I'm not saying that other people haven't went through it, but uh, and I understand it, but... LeBron James has made moves to put to put kids and put families in position to do better and, and have more opportunity. Just opportunity. You don't see a whole lot of a whole lot of celebrity 
or whoever it may be given a lot of opportunity to to people they don't even know barely even know to us only see to, to, uh, us, to your own people to your own people you're right and for you to attack him and talk about oh, what he's doing and he need to chill a little bit I'm not, I don't like the way he's been speaking Kareem you have to chill we understand who you are we understand you're an ass we understand it <laughs> you're portrayed as an ass in the new episode in, in, in the new show called game time yes, they you portray are. you as an asshole yes. <laughs> yes so we understand and we know it yeah yeah <laughs> So you just need to chill, and like, and, and and I know, I know it's really you really thinking about it when you like they say when you be smoking, man, this man about to pass me, <laughs> I'm gonna be in the past. So you hit that mug a little more heavier yeah, when you, you get hit that, hard. You yeah. get to hitting that mug a little more heavier, and then you like, man, he start talking out the side of you. Yeah, he's talking crazy. So look, man, it's it's going to happen. I can't wait till it happen. But Kareem, you just gotta chill, man. Just sit back and relax. Do what Bill Russell. You never hear from Bill. Only time you see Bill Russell is when he handed out the MVP. When he handed out the trophy. And that All Star Weekend. That's the only time I see Bill. Bill be chilling. Why you just won't chill like Bill? You got to have an input on something and this and that. Whoopie hoopy do. Who cares? I know I don't. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I don't. man, he just need to chill on LeBron, especially when you come to talking about off the court and the way that he carries himself. Yeah, man, like like I said, like, you know, this like, this ain't got nothing to do with basketball. But the person the shots, man, that I mean, I don't he'd have been saying it, bro. He'd been saying little stuff for a while, and you know, it is what it is. And can everybody have an opinion? Sure you can. But to attack the man's character who's never given any signs of being of having a bad character, I, I don't I don't like it. And it didn't have to be LeBron. It could have been Chris Paul. It could have been anybody. Why are you gonna attack the man's character? They ask you one question. How does it feel knowing LeBron James getting ready to surpass you at any moment in time? This is history, right, Kareem? And you're going to talk about some other stuff. Bro, shut up. Shut up. All right, man, let's go ahead and get back into what we want to talk about. I just couldn't let that ride, bro. I just couldn't let that ride. Los Angeles, home of the greatest franchise in sports, the LA Lakers, and the home of the greatest athlete in the world today. Now, before we get into the total ca- abomination and catastrophe that's out here in Los Angeles, thank God it's only four more games left in the season so we can put a bullet in it. Thank God. I got one more thing that I want to say. Now, I'm minding my business. I got a text message earlier today with me and Black. We both did. Magic Johnson was on Get Up this morning yapping his gums. Once again, see, I love magic, but I can't stand Irvin. Can't stand so I, I, I well, don't people, even people rubbing you the wrong way. Yeah, bro, I, I, I don't even got the clip prep. So whatever it sound like, it sound like I'm just gonna go ahead and open it up, and whatever it sound like, it sound like, and then. The Rosen wanted to play for the Lakers, and when I got the call from his agent, I called the Lakers, said, "Hey, he wants to come home," and the Rosen could have been a Laker instead of a Bull. We could have made that deal, but when Russell and LeBron them start talking. That's when they nixed that deal and went with Westbrook, and he became a Laker instead of DeRozan. And I think with DeRozan, and then you got a, you had a chance to keep the role players, Caruso, KCP, 
all those guys who are our best defenders, mm -hmm. see, they left. And that's why we were a bad defensive team. But if you signed DeRozan, you only trade Kuzma for Buddy Hill, we would be playing in the Western Conference Championship this year with those two guys. Yep. Because that up. <clears throat> so that was Irvin Magic Johnson, okay? Laker yeah. great. Greatest point guard of all time, in my opinion. <laughs> but I've been waiting on this. <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> now you sit up on TV. Clean as a whistle. Not in the organization on a day like you were because uh, we know three years ago you tucked your tail and ran when it was thick in L.A. Before the game started, you, you resigned as the Lakers basket, president of basketball operations. You couldn't even look Jeannie Buss in her eyes and tell her that you was out of there. You had to call her. You stand in front of the media and let them know, I won't be around to see it. We all know the meme it went viral. You left high and dry and you went into hiding. We didn't see your magic for a while. And then the next season, we all know what happened. Raymond and them boys got a chip. And then you come out of hiding. Because it's time to celebrate again. Because the purple and gold are back on top. Last year, this year, you've been resurfacing, Irvin. Yapping and yapping and yapping. So what you wanted to do this morning, you wanted to get on national television and basically cop and say, hey, guys, I tried to land a Rosen, but LeBron wouldn't let it happen. Huh? What good is this? You sit up here so you don't have to get blamed? You want to deflect? Sir, you're not inside the organization. You're a consultant. But you got a name attached to you, so you want to get up here and you want to talk down on LeBron and everybody else who's involved. Bruh, it's not rocket science. It's everyone's fault for the Lakers being trash. It's LeBron's fault. It's Russell Westbrook's fault. It's Carmelo's fault. It's Russell. It's everybody's fault. Rob Palenka, Gene Buss. It's everybody's magic. But you want to get on here and say, hey, guys, hey, hey, it wasn't my fault. I tried to land the Rosen, and then we had the ability to keep KCP and Caruso. How you know that? Huh, Magic? I ain't never heard that. How you know Magic? Oh, the Lakers could have kept everybody intact and add the Rosen and Trey Kuzma for Buddy Hill. Oh, and the Lakers going to be in the Western Conference Finals. Man, shut up. This is the stuff that I be talking about. And then I get these silly responses in the text message saying, oh, LeBron, he don't catch no blame. Y'all hate LeBron every day. You talk trash about LeBron every day. So what y'all mean LeBron don't catch no shade? What y'all mean? This whole thing is everybody's fault. The whole thing. This is the worst season in Lakers history besides the season with expectations with Karl Malone and Gary Payton with Shaq and Kobe. To me, this is right there. Awful. But Magic, you flaw, bruh, for getting on national TV and trying to escape when no one even knew you were there. We didn't know you stepped down three years ago. 
but you want to let everybody know your basketball mind <laughs> it's still sharp because I had the Rosen on the platter I'm sick of you bro go ahead and worry about Magic Johnson Theaters Go ahead and tweet because you said you wanted to tweet. You said you wanted to go to dinner with Cookie every night. Worry about that. <laughs> Don't get on here talking about like you this and you that and you all plugged in and you was the reason for it. Shut up, bro. Yeah. So that's my take on Irvin Magic Johnson up there being flaw on national TV. Black anything on <laughs> this catastrophe of television that I had to watch today. Well, uh... What Magic said he was trying to piece together, I can't sit and lie. I kind of wanted it. Yeah, you did. You know, I kind of wanted that to happen, but it didn't happen. Whoever fought it may be, who's, who cares? You know, the Lakers are trash. You know, whoever you want to point the finger at. And, and this is one thing. This is one thing I want to say. In our group chat, you see it on Twitter. You see it somewhere everywhere. Who are you going to have to hate on once LeBron is gone? Who are you going to have to talk about once LeBron is gone? Who are you going to talk about? And I say this so many times. Y'all need to be enjoying this time that LeBron is here. You're just mad and upset. Some of the players that you love don't have the spotlight anymore. And you want to try to keep them in the spotlight for what reason? I don't understand. But back to Magic Johnson. Like, man. <laughs> now he wants to talk. It's 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 wild that you want to bring this up. It's, it seems like seems like people get to talking when the, when the Lakers struggling. Uh, it don't look good. A lot of people don't have a lot to say. I wonder what you would have had to say if the Lakers were winning and they were doing something great. What would you have said then? But you know to come sideways out your mouth, bro. You flawed. I, 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 what is going on with the Laker greats, man? Magic, Kareem. What's they flawed? What is the deal? They flawed, bro. Every, this just a tax season on the Lakers because they're so trash this year. I guess it come with they're it. They're not the only team that's had high, expectic, ex, high expectations that have been trash. Hmm. They're not the first. Won't be the last. Won't be the last. Magic got to chill, bro. You not the vice president or, or operation over basketball. <clears throat> you stepped down from that. How you had the DeMar DeRozan on the platter and you sitting at the house chilling. You a consultant. So, so you tell me you still got pulled like that in the organization? You when you sat on national championship and said you want no parts of anything that's going on. He did say that. You want to be with Cookie every night, 6 o'clock, eating dinner. You got, they did a press conference with you right before tip-off and you was telling the world how you, how, how you wanted to step away. I'm talking about the game and even started and he was resigning. And they asked LeBron in the press conference, what do you feel about Magic? And he like stepping down. He was like, huh? Ain't even huh? tell Ron. <laughs> Ain't tell nobody. But you have say so. To get when DeMar DeRozan. The, when the Lakers are struggling in the direction Man, they should have went. Watch out, bro. Went in. He flawed, And bro. if they would have went in that direction, they would have been in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, he got that in tight. You just know that Man. that was what, what was going to happen. That okay, Magic. You have to chill. Like D said, you need to go chill with Cookie. Do it's you hey uh Starbucks. Starbucks is they growing every day. Yeah, worry about them. Worry about Starbucks, worry about whatever you doing. Just chill, man. I I I I I'm D, I'm kinda over all these shots that's going on, man. This is it's ridiculous. <laughs> and people going on national TV just showing they behind. Matter of fact, man, how about you call Kareem? How about y'all get together? <laughs> 
Huh? How about y'all get together and meet at a Starbucks and y'all talk it out? <laughs> Both of y'all. Since y'all got so much to say. But when y'all was sitting up there in All-Star, y'all ain't had y'all. Y'all was smiking. <laughs> Ron, I'm so happy. <laughs> here. Oh, but you got a lot to say today. Them boys flow, bro. <laughs> you got a lot to say today. Them boys flow, bro. It's crazy, man. They flow. All right, now back to basketball. Yeah, the Lakers trash. We've been trash. Biggest disappointment since Carl Malone and Gary Payton came to join Kobe and Shaq. This year alone, injuries, bad chemistry, Westbrook uh, being blamed for everything when it's not all his fault. AD can't stay healthy. Braun just at year 19, okay, guys, I'll play 44 minutes. And by the way, the last 16 games I played, I averaged 40 points. This man about to win the scoring title at, at year 19. Everything's trash. Carmelo ain't work out. The only thing that worked out was Malink Monk. Everybody else was trash. Shout out Bubba Dub. Everything. This is just. A, it ain't nothing to say. And, and I got asked this today. Hey, bro, does this does this uh take a hit on LeBron's legacy? LeBron's legacy, no. His legacy is intact. But does it does it make him look bad going out? Yeah, it does. I ain't gonna lie. It does. It does. LeBron had a hand in bringing Westbrook. LeBron had a hand in having a conversation with Rob Blink and Gina must say, nah, let's not do the DeRozan Buddy Hill thing. Let's kind of rival that energy going on out there in Brooklyn with Kyrie, Harden, and Durant. That's what LeBron was thinking. LeBron really thought that they was going to have to run up against Brooklyn and you bring in another superpower, so to speak, with Westbrook. That's what they did. And everybody was dead wrong. Everybody was wrong. Hell, Harden ain't even in Brooklyn no more. Hmm. So this was an abomination. The Lakers are not going to make the play in. I'm not watching the last five or four games. LeBron set out a key game yesterday against the Nuggets. So what'd that tell you? Mm. What'd that tell you? They the 11 seed. Them boys is 4-16 since All-Star break. Trash abomination. Get ready for next year. Year 20 for LeBron. In LA, what do you do? A lot of questions there. A lot of questions. Don't worry. We can eat it. It is what it is. We suck all year. Optimism, hope, all that. We had it for a long time, but the right ain't been on the wall, man. The right ain't been on the wall. We just could not get it together as a team. We just could not. This is the first LeBron James-led team where we just couldn't get it together. First time in 19 years, by the way. <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, I'm, first time in 19 years, by the way. But we, we can't say that, though. No, we they going to sweep that on the wrong because they yeah, don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. They just want to hear the failures, bro. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Four games left. Anthony Davis couldn't get it done yesterday. Jokic was out here looking, get, grabbing another MVP off AD head. Giannis got an MVP off AD head. Everybody grabbing MVPs off AD. That's crazy. So it is what it is, man. And we're not done. We'll talk more. We'll talk more. But as of right now, I just want y'all to know it's every hell, it's my fault. It's black. It's all our fault with the Lakers this year. Except Bubba <laughs> Dub. He the only one was keeping it trill. <laughs> so we'll see. The next time we talk to y'all, the season will be over. I, th- I believe the last regular season game is Monday for the NBA. And then they'll be getting ready for playing on Tuesday. I mean, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday before the playoffs start on Sunday. So, a failure. Experiment. Bad. Not good. Sucked trash. We'll talk more about the failure of the Los Angeles Lakers uh, as soon as the season officially wraps up. 
All right, Black, let's go ahead and get into the Eastern Conference, my guy. So as of right now, these are the current standings in the Eastern Conference. You have the number one seed, Miami Heat, followed by the two seed, Boston Celtics, the three seed, the Bucks, four Sixers, five Bulls, six Raptors. Your current plan right now, seven through ten, Cleveland Cavaliers at seven, Hawks at eight, Hornets at nine, Brooklyn Nets at 10. Now, before we get started, Kevin Durant been healthy all year long. He missed by 10 games. But all y'all out there, I don't hear nobody talk about KD. He the tipsy in the East. But none of y'all want to talk. But we going to talk, though. I just want to put that out there now. Kevin Durant had James Harden for half the year. Kyrie Irving for this and that. I don't care. He the tipsy in the East. In the East, LeBron is the 11th seed in the West, but LeBron catching all the strays. But ain't none of y'all bozos out here want to talk about Ooh. KD. Mm. I watched the other night, and I'm, I promise I'm not finna go in, but I'm just gonna say this because we gonna talk about it. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, if them boys are getting that tip spot for the plan, and they don't make it out of here, boy, y'all gonna have to hear from me. <laughs> now I watched the other night. I'm gonna say this. And black can answer to it if you want to. I'm, I I know this going to be real. But as long as Giannis Antetokounmpo is in the Eastern Conference, Kevin Durant not coming out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it again. As long as the Greek freak is in the Eastern Conference, Kevin Durant not coming out of the East. He better head back west. Because I saw it again on Tuesday night. That boy KD was going crazy. But as the game kept going, boy, Giannis still eating up that paint. And then what happened? Boy, Giannis hit a three to send the thing to overtime. Then Giannis hit two ice cold free throws to win the game. And then it was KD turn what he did. Yakok. Bucks win. But as long as Antetokounmpo is in the East, Durant not coming out of there. Because they can't mess with them boys. That's all I'm going to say. They can't mess with this ball. Black, let's go ahead and stick right here, man. The Eastern Conference playoffs. This is shaping up to be an exciting playoff. Exciting play. Your current matches right now, if they hold, you'll have Heat and Hawks in the first round. You'll have Boston and Cleveland in the first round. You'll have Milwaukee and Toronto in the first round. And then you'll get a Chicago 76ers first round if they hold. If the seedings hold. Black, right now, as we shape into the Eastern Conference playoffs, Black, give me your three teams that you think legitimately could come out of this thing and represent the Eastern Conference. Uh, well, they got to be the Bucks, man. The Bucks coming out the East again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to go and say it. <laughs> You know, I have to kudo what you were saying. You ain't you ain't kicking to me, so I just my bad, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Like we was having a conversation at work, man, and we was got to thinking, and uh, our boy Kurt put something. He had me thinking. I was like, "Well, dang, bro." He was like, "Bro, right now, like you know, we'll say Giannis kind of rivaling what KD done did in his career." Ooh, and you really sitting thinking about it, like, dang, like (laughs) if he win one more, like what? What can you say? Is it, is it a conversation that need to be had? Oof. But like you say, D, we going to save that. Oof. We yeah, going to save, yeah, yeah, save that. I don't care what people say about Giannis. This is what I was hearing, man. I, I love Giannis. He doing this. He doing that, man. But his game's so boring. I don't care. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. 
You don't want to stop me? I'm going to continue to bang on your head every time. Mm. Oh, let me remind you. I have found a jumper, too. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I have found a jumper. That's getting better and better. So y'all want to say, oh, he ain't flashy, he ain't this and that. So what? Mm-hmm. All year, we hadn't been hearing anything about Milwaukee. All year, everybody talking about Brooklyn. Everybody talking about, oh, man, look at what Chicago's doing. Oh, look at what Miami's doing. No one's talking about the defending champs. But you know what? It's that time of year, D. It definitely is. It's that time of year. It definitely is. And I see, and 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 the games that we've been getting from the Bucks lately, man, that game Sunday with them in, in in the mask, that thing was off. That was a playoff game, boy. Great game, great game. But it lets you know the Milwaukee Bucks are revving them engines. They don't. You think Milwaukee cares where they are and what seating they have? No. Mm-mm. They've been there and done that. Mm-hmm. Y'all better stop putting some respect on these boys' name. It ain't nothing to talk about. Milwaukee's coming out of the East, in my opinion. I know we still got to talk about the other teams, but Milwaukee's coming out. <laughs> By, uh, barring injury. Yeah. Because there's no one that can stop Giannis, and then the pieces that they have around him are locked in. They fit perfect. Oh, perfect. if Giannis get in, my, in foul trouble, you know what's going to happen? Chris Middleton's going to take over. And he showed you that. And he's been showing it even more this year than he was last year. You see what he did in the playoff. Mm-hmm. So my number one team, D, is Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. My second team to watch out for, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say the Heat because I think the Heat are... They're they're in a bad spot. They're still trying to figure things out. I know they had a blow up with Spo and Jimmy, mm-hmm. but they're a gritty team. They're a tough team, you know. And we know the playoffs are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing with me with them is uh, when it's time to, f- to find big time buckets, where they're going to come from. But I have to put the Heat there too. And then I'm going to say, <laughs> and then I'm going to say the Sixers, man. Like I can't even say Brooklyn because they the tenth seed. Mm-hmm. So it has to be the Sixers. James Harden needs to figure something out. He's kind of been struggling here lately. <laughs> they, they got back on track yesterday against the Cavs, but when you play playing these top teams, you got to give a little bit more than what you're getting because mm-hmm. it seems like everybody's going at James Harden in these games, and he's not answering the bell. Embiid is being Embiid, but James ain't doing his part. So hopefully they can figure that out, but – my three teams D is Milwaukee, Miami, and the Sixers. Yeah, um, my team as well. Number one team is Milwaukee. My second team is the Boston Celtics. Them young brothers, Brown and Tatum, they got something going. They lost uh, Robert Williams, but he'll be back. If they can make it out of the first round, he'll be back. All right, he's scheduled to miss four to six weeks with that MCL. And uh, I mean, that tore meniscus, but he's already had the procedure and he could get back right. These brothers have been on a terror. They blown out and beaten everybody. Everybody. They blown them out and they beat them. I think this is the year that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown make a huge leap. Do I think they get to the finals? I don't. But I, I'm leaning towards them making it towards the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm leaning them towards beating Philly. 
because I don't know what the hell is going on with James Harden. Now, from what I see when I watch them play, defenses are attacking him. Yes. He is getting attacked. They are wearing him down and wearing him out. He's getting frustrated, and Doc Rivers got to figure something out. He got to figure something out because this is what happens when James James Harden is your point guard. This is what happens. He's bringing the ball up, and he's getting he's getting attacked. He can't go back to the two guard no more. He can't go back to the two because he's been playing point last three years. So this is what happens. He comes up. They attack him on his left side. He got to get the ball out of his hands. Teams are saying, hey, get rid of Harden. Let Embiid get 40-44. We'll win. That's what's happening. So right now for me, I got Milwaukee number one. I got the Celtics number two. And I got the Heat number three. Mm, okay. That's who I got. I want to roll with Philly. I like Embiid a lot. I want to see Philly do well. But I've been watching these games, man. I've been watching them. And James Harden is the wink link on the defensive side of the ball. And what is that doing? That's affecting the offense. You saw Embiid go off yesterday for 44 to get a win. But I ain't hear nothing about James Harden at all. These are confidence going to be fun. It is. And who? Go ahead. And I know we and I know we picked our team, but here come Atlanta. Here come Atlanta. Here come Atlanta. Yeah. They coming. Yeah. They don't roll all the way up to the AC. We kind of wrote them off after, you know, because they had an up and down year. But look what's going on. Yeah. Look what, they, look, look what they did to Brooklyn the other day. Yeah. And look at this. play. And KD had 55. <laughs> and, and Trey said, all right, good job. Bye-bye now. This playing for the East, this is crazy. Your two matchups, 7 and 10, you got Cleveland and Brooklyn. That's your first game. Mm-hmm. And then your second game is Atlanta and Charlotte. Mm. That's your second game. So they these playing teams, I mean, man, I mean, the East is looking crazy. I think the one team that doesn't get enough respect is Toronto. It's Toronto, okay. But they the six seed. They the six seed. But they the six seed. So they not in the turn. They so not in the play in. They're they, in the playoffs. Yeah, so they'll be locked in with Milwaukee. Yeah, that'll be the first okay, round. Sweet. All right. Yeah, sweet. So <laughs> the one team that's kind of flailed out, but they haven't had the the gang all together is the Bulls. The Bulls are the team that I just don't know. Yeah. Are they going to be healthy enough? Horrible record against top three teams yeah, in, in, yeah. in, in, in East uh, yeah, Conference. Conference. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to be healthy enough? Are they, can they get to the first round? Through the first round? Right now, they match up against Philly. Mm. I, I don't know if they can beat Philly. I don't know if they can beat them. I don't know. So the East is a barn burner of uh, an event, but man, listen. The Boston Sex, I'm telling y'all, Tatum ain't been playing. Brown, they figured each other out. At one point, we were talking about you got the trade uh, one of them. Well, they the um, two seed yeah, right they now, two right? Seed. They were just the one seed a day ago. So they have to wait to see who win a playing, right? To see who they play. Okay. To see who they play. So they can Ooh. end up playing Cleveland, Atlanta, Charlotte, Brooklyn in the first round. It could be either one could of them teams. Could they beat team. Brooklyn? Could they beat Brooklyn? I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm going to say they beat them. I'm going to say they beat them. Because let me tell you something. Kyrie Irving got on TV yesterday. Because now he playing every day now. This man got on TV and said he need a day off. This man got on TV and said, no. coming in and playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to be lying, I bro. Lying. I ain't lying. I ain't lying. You, you got to be you joking, right? I'm not. My dog came on TV and said, now that he back playing every day, practice every day, flying every day, it's kind of taking a little toll on him. He might need a little day off. They went in on this man on Undisputed today. Shout out, Unk. So... I don't know what's going on, but we'll see. But I like the Celtics. I like Tatum. I like the Heat. 
And of course, I like Giannis. Look, man. Long as the freak in the East, bro. <laughs> look, and we're finna move to the West. But remember what we talked about during the finals, game four, when LeBron was in the building. Intense game with the Suns and the Bucks. And Giannis rolled off that pick and roll and yammed that thing like he did and planted his feet up under that rim and had that look in his eyes. Oh, I said, it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it's ain't nobody getting nothing. Ain't nobody getting nothing. And then he followed it up with a 50-piece to close out. To send you to the house. <laughs> the, 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 to send you home in six. Like I said, Kevin Durant, down there at the Tim C, get ready for your play-in. Long as Giannis in the East, you ain't coming out of there. Mm. You ain't coming. I don't care what nobody say. You're not coming out. Can anybody in the West beat them? We're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it today, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Speaking of the Western Conference, let's go ahead and transition to the Western Conference. Your number one seed right now, the... What are we looking at? Yeah. Your number one seed right now, the Phoenix Suns. They got it locked in, I believe. Yeah, they got it locked in at 62 and 16. Great record by those guys. Yeah, Followed by that, so. Memphis at two, Golden State at three, Dallas at four, Denver at five, Utah at six. Playing guys, number seven, Timberwolves, eight, the Clippers. Shout out Paul George. Shout out Paul George, man. I, I love to see him back looking healthy doing his thing. Nine, the uh, Pelicans. Ten, the San Antonio Spurs. And 11, the by God Los Angeles Lakers, who are two games out of the play-in with four games to go. Black, same thing like we talked about in the East. Let's go to the West. Black, who are your three teams who legitimately could come out of the Western Conference and get to the NBA Finals? Oh, man. I love the way the Clippers playing. I know it's weird hearing me say that. because I, I mean, know, yeah, they're playing well. They're they playing some good basketball and Paul right George now. is playing and very good. Well, they're sitting in the play-in right now in the eighth, at eighth spot. At eighth spot, right? Yep, so, yep. they're playing some really good basketball. If they can get past this play-in and and match up with a um with a Warriors or somebody like that. That could be something. That could be something there. Uh, we don't know when Steph's going to be back. Uh, they just got their first win, I think, with Steph since Steph. I mean, since uh Steph Curry's been out, correct? Yep. So I that could be a situation. A uh, nice matchup for uh the Clippers. But I love the Clippers. I love what they're doing. Um, Denver's Denver's rolling. They're rolling now. We and we're used to seeing this with uh with Joker. Like he he turns it on when it's when it when it's time to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Clippers, I'm gonna go uh Denver, and <clears throat> and I gotta say the Suns. I really wanna watch the Suns this year. In the in the West, I don't think it's gonna be really tough for them because they show how dominant they are. They've been showing how dominant they are in that conference. The question is what they do when they get to the finals. But I love what I'm seeing from the Suns. Mm, the record that doesn't make me do flips or do anything, it's nice. They just won a few more games than they did last year. That's all they did. They just won a few more games than they did last year. They've We've seen them do this. They did it last year. So my thing is how can they put it together if they get to the – Get to the uh, finals again this year. So for me, D is going to is going to be um, the Clippers, Denver Nuggets, and I want to see what the Suns do up top. You said the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. Oh yes. wow! Yeah, okay. The Denver hmm. Nuggets. Denver's- I want to I want to see how they look because they they they've been on a little win streak here. Okay. Kind of getting it together. I think they're sitting right at like a maybe a three seed. No, Denver's a, a fifth seed. A fifth seed. So mm-hmm. them and I think them in Dallas are 
tiddling back and forth a little bit, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. So it's going to be interesting to see what happened with Denver. But I like what they going. They're leading, going in the right direction, going into the playoffs. Yeah, my three teams. Uh, well, I'm gonna start off with an honorable mention: the Minnesota Timberwolves. You're gonna have to bring everything you got to send them boys home. Yeah, I would love team. to see a Timberwolves Memphis Grizzlies first round. I would love to see that. What you is it? Seven seed right now. Seven seed right now. That would be entertaining basketball. Edwards and Cat and D'Lo, they got a nice young scrappy team out there in Minnesota, and they're playing really, really well. That's my honorable mention. But my top three teams: Phoenix, Memphis, and Dallas. Okay, those are my three teams. Um, uh, Luca is starting to figure out the game. That boy had thirteen assists yesterday. Thirteen assists. He's starting to play with his team, trusting in his guys. Finney Smith is knocking down big shots. Uh, uh, Spencer, Tim Hardaway Jr. Sp- yeah, Spencer did win it, making big shots. Like, these guys are a nice team, and Luka is just starting to figure out how to use his guys and get the max out of them. Dallas is going to be a hard out. Yeah, they're sitting in the fourth seed right now, correct? They are in the fourth seed, yeah, and they yeah. are one game behind Golden State for the three seed. For the three seed. For okay. the three seed. Okay. All right, so they're not done with four games to go. Let me ask you this, and I have to agree with you with Minnesota. Yeah. If you get a Minnesota Memphis, what's your temperature like on that? Memphis and seven. Okay. Memphis and seven. So you don't, think, you, you don't think Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns can kind of put them over them? the top? Put them over the top to beat Memphis? They could, but the camaraderie with the Grizzlies is the best in the league. Without their star player. Yeah, yeah. And then when okay. y'all come back, they are on fire. They click okay. off each other. They run the ball well. They defend. They can shoot the three. They're athletic. I think they would, at home, won't lose a game probably in Minnesota. Okay. Like, I think that would be a seven-game series. I like this Memphis team. It really depends on how Jaw is. They say Jaw's going to be ready to go, won't play another game during the regular season. But I think that's an entertaining matchup, and I'm not missing one game of that. Okay. I'm not missing one game I hope of it, that. I hope it panned out, and that's what that's what. Me too. Yeah. I do. They just got to win one game because right now Minnesota will play San Antonio in the first game of the play-in, and then you'll get the Clippers-New Orleans uh, playing game, and that's an interesting uh, matchup. Okay. That's an interesting matchup right now. But, yeah, I mean, so in the Western Conference, I mean, I, deep down inside, I just don't see nobody beating Phoenix in a seven-game series. It's hard to, to like, see who, that. Can, can Golden State. Get their act together. You don't dismiss Steph, Clay, and Draymond. You don't dismiss them. But when is 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 the thing is me is is Steph gonna be good when he get back? I don't know. And then I feel you on Dallas. They yes. they are going in the right direction. But if a scenario come where they got to play the Clippers, can they get past them? I think they can. They owned them the last two times they played the play. They but sent they them didn't. home. Beat them, D. They did. The Dallas Mavericks? No, the Dallas Mavericks didn't beat the Clippers. Yes, they did. The With Clippers Kawhi beat them last two years. No. The last years. No. The Clippers went to the Western Conference Finals last year. You're right. I'm tripping. Y'all, I'm right. You're <laughs> and, tripping. And they beat them in the bubble. Who beat the Clippers then to send them home? Denver. Denver did. That's right. In the I'm bubble. In I the guess bubble. I, I guess I wanted them. I guess I wanted. Yeah, them, and the uh, year, they Denver beat them in the bubble year. Yeah, but this then, is different. I, I think yeah. Luke, they've had some key additions to their team. Finney mm-hmm. Smith is rising. Tim Hardaway Jr. Spencer Dinwiddie is now on the team. Luca has transcended into a even better player. And then they got Jason Kidd on the sideline. I think Jason Kidd. And so you Tyler, think coaching's better? No doubt. You can tell. The offense is different. They're defending in Dallas. This is going to be Luka's highest seed if he can get to the three seed. 
So he this said team, a game out of third one place? One game behind Golden State. Okay. And if Steph don't come back, I mean, <laughs> why Dallas can't go get that three seed? I feel you. So I, I, I like Dallas. To, I'm not going to say I like them to get to the Western Conference Finals. But, but I you, like them, you like them to get past the first round. I'll tell you, I tell you this. I'll tell you this. <laughs> if it's Dallas and Denver in the first round, I like Dallas and seven. If it's Dallas and Denver in the first round, I like that seven because Joker's is going to he going to need help. He going to need help. He got help. Who is he it? Getting help. Who? Michael Porter Jr. out. This a playoff. They come back. They Playoffs. Come back. Mm. Jamal Murray ain't They going to get him back. They going to get him back. Jamal Murray ain't played. <clears throat> this Mavericks team is playing well. They're 7 and 3 in their last 10 games. They're playing well. They beating the top guys. They beating Phoenix at Phoenix. I, I feel they you. Beat, I just, they beat Golden State. I don't know if the Mavs can beat them, bro. Okay. You don't think they can beat them? Because I feel like you get Michael Porter Jr. back in the playoffs. Well, that's something. Uh, it is, that's but he ain't been be there. About, but he, of course. It's, it's, it's good players that's sitting out. Okay. You know he's out, and they're going to get him back for the playoffs. Okay. So you got to hope that's going to help. And then the role players are stepping up around Joker. Without the without the starters being in there, so come on, like I I, I like feel Dallas. you, I, I like feel Dallas. you, I love Dallas, but me, I got a Denver. I I just like what they're doing. I could be wrong, but to see the to see the way they've been playing here lately, I like what I'm seeing from them, and and they could potentially, I think they could beat Dallas, cause I don't I I don't know, cause I just feel like Luca's it for them. I no, just feel like Luka, I feel like Luca. We, we know how the playoffs go. We know how the playoffs go. D, you're gonna do whatever you can to take your superstar player away. Not happening. It happened on him. My thing with Luca is, like you said, he's been he's been facilitating the ball, trusting his teammates, but in the playoffs, D. Okay. I just feel like the matchups are really bad. They don't have nobody for Joker. You get you get Michael Porter Jr. back. That's a mismatch. Like I, I really, I'm you like you like the Mavs. I like Dallas, I so you. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I just feel like, um, I feel like Denver, they just playing really real right now. I think they'll or, or, or is it Jokic playing really well right now? No, they playing together as a team. They they down stars. Some of their starters not playing, okay. and then the role players stepping in and. Picking up the slack. Okay. And that's what you want to see from role players going into the playoffs. Okay. Let you know you're going to have some key stuff coming off the bench. The same as the Mavericks. But I believe it'll go seven games. I just think it'll go Denver way in game seven. Okay. I hope we get the matchup. I do too. I, I, I hope we get the matchup. I mean, I think it'll be a, a definitely an interesting um, uh, playoff series. But all in all, the Western Conference, man, um, like, I, like me and you both stated, I, I just don't know. Who can really beat Phoenix in seven games? I don't see a team on here. It's only one team. It's a couple teams that I can see that can challenge. I think Memphis would challenge them. But I don't know if they would beat them. Because when you look at the youth that Memphis has, they've been together three years now. They've been to the playoffs last year. So they're not new to this. They've had struggles and they're overcoming hurdles. So if this was their first time in the playoffs, I wouldn't say that. But if you go in, they've been together, all of them. Like, they've been together. They've been together. And I think if Jaw's going to take that next step and he has to see Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals, could he make it interesting? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say he can make it interesting. But I will pick Phoenix. You, you know why it'll be interesting. And, and if we don't know how to, man, look, 
These guys have a winning record without Jai. Yeah. Like, they've been playing great basketball. Like, everything ain't... We know Jai's a star. Mm-hmm. But this team uh, is is able to do a lot of different things with a lot of different players mm-hmm. without Jai being in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Phoenix bench go as, goes as deep as Memphis does. Because mm-hmm. we're seeing from Memphis, like... When Jaws out, they can go what eight deep. Yeah, but it's a playoffs though. Seven and D, and I don't even know if they. I don't even know if they're gonna get shortened because all those all them uh, young kids been playing good. Well, I think if it's one team that can play their bench and and play the players, it's Memphis. Not in the playoffs. They've been playing. They've been playing really good ball. When you, you get got, deep, when you, you get deep, you you shorten that rotation. You 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 got a you got a you got a kid can come off the bench in Milton who can give you twenty in a clip. Yeah, but you gonna just put, like that. But you gonna put him out there if Devin Book and Chris Paul running shop? No. Well, of course, I'm That's talking about I'm, si- I'm talking about situation. Okay. I'm talking about situation. Okay. You know, in different spots here and there. Let's if John. John foul trouble or you got to give John blow. I like Milton coming in for John to to get some good. Get some big time buckets and help this team out. Okay, I think it'll be very interesting. And the way that it's set up, them being one and two, can can Memphis make that run and get to a Western Conference Finals? We shall see. We shall see. But I think looking on, looking at from what I seen last year from Memphis when they played Utah, they're a lot, lot better than they was then. I mean, of course. So I think they could. I think they'll be able to make a little more noise than they did last year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's a lot of question marks by uh, a lot of the teams in the Western Conference. I mean, Utah gets no respect <laughs> because they, they had the number one seed two years straight in the Western Conference, and we've seen how that played out. And now they're sitting in the, at the sixth seed right now. I mean, at the end of the year, Rudy Gobert will not be a Utah Jazz next He year. won't. It's too much going on it's in just that locker too room. Mu- and I don't get it. I don't get it with Gobert and Donovan. I don't know what's going on. But if the rumors are true that the Dallas Mavericks have Rudy Gobert on their radar and he ends up there next year, man, you better look out. You think he'll be a good fit there? I think he would. He'll be a defensive presence that's going to clear the space every time for uh, Dockage. He ain't going to have to worry about a lot of stuff when he got that space down there being clear because Gobert down there. Gobert gets a bad rap, okay? Everybody makes fun of him, but he's a perennial all-star. That money ain't that money don't get picked that. Sure don't. Because he sure getting that cash. He sure getting that cash. But perennial all-star, multiple defensive player of the year. Hell, he might win it again this year. So we'll chance. see. We'll see. So, Black, before we wrap up the NBA talk, the MVP discussion, all right? Mm. I think personally it's down to three. It's down to three who could win the MVP. Black, who do you think is in the driver's seat? And I, I'm going to go ahead and say the names because I'm, I'm pretty sure you feel the same way. You got Joel Embiid, you got Nikola Jokic, and you got Giannis. You got Giannis. There's, you've had DeMar DeRozan conversation and John Moran conversation, at one point Steph Curry conversation, but I think the race is just down to three. Mm-hmm. It's Yoke, it's Embiid, and it's the Freak. Black, at this present time, who do you think walks away with this year's MVP? I would love to easily say, I would love to easily say Embiid. But I can't. Um, Giannis is playing out his mind right now. And then you got to put him in question for the defensive player of the year again as well. I don't know. Did he could clean sweep again? 
if Gubert Gubert don't have anything to say about it. We know Draymond's probably out of the mix yeah. for defensive players. So in in my opinion, those were the three guys this year. Gobert, Giannis, and uh and Draymond for defensive player of the year. So I'm gonna go in and say D, I think Giannis make a clean sweep again, man. Defensive Damn. player of the year and MVP. I just demand that he does it on both ends, night in and night out. And he's dominant when he does it. Giannis is picking this is the right you can tell great players the regular season when you first start and they they pick their spots they do you know they doing their part but when when it's time those last months them last couple of couple of months couple of weeks these players start coming on and Giannis has been one of the most dominant Joel has been too but they've been struggling they've been struggling they've been losing games Giannis and them are has had tough matchups and been winning tough games. And Giannis has been showing out in those games. So I'm going to say Giannis makes a clean sweep. Uh, I mean, he wins MVP this year, D, again. I think this is going to be one of the toughest races. This is one of the toughest races. Who's it going to be? Giannis has made a strong push uh, these last two to three weeks. And B has been steady all year long. So the MVP is all year. An all year thing, and I just think I, I, I just think Embiid's done enough to get it. Mm. I think I mean we're talking about all year. We're not talking about after All Star break. We're talking all season, twenty twenty two regular season MVP. So that's why I'm keeping my mind. I look at Jokic all year; he's been consistent as well. But who's going to finish higher in their conference? Well, Philly like they're going to go higher than Denver. Okay. The first half of the year, Embiid didn't have uh, uh, Ben Simmons. He just got James Harden three weeks ago. So I'm just looking at the year in its totality. Don't get me wrong. If Giannis wins wins it, I won't be surprised. But all year long, Joel Embiid has been in this conversation for MVP. He has. And I just think he's done enough. He's sitting second in scoring right now behind LeBron, and right behind him is Giannis. For the scoring title. That's saying a lot in itself. So, I'm going to go with Embiid. It won't surprise me if Giannis win. Hell, it won't surprise me if Jokic win. But I'm going to go Embiid because I think out of those three players, I think he's consistently been the most dominant all year. Like, all year. Okay. From tip from game one to now, I think he's been the most consistent guy. And Philly has not failed from the top three seed in the East all year. They have it. They've they been it. I thought they 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 fourth. Well, they're fourth. Excuse me, right now they're fourth right now. Right now, right right now. They've been, been at the top. They've been yeah, the they've been at the top. Yeah, yeah. For a long you. time. So you. that's why I'm gonna go with uh, Embiid to win uh, the MVP this year. Won't be surprised if Giannis and Yoke, uh, Jokic, they win it as well. And Won't if Jokic is winning, this what back to back years, right? Back to back. It'll and, be back to back. And if Giannis won, it'll be three out of the last it'll four. It'll be after our last four. So <laughs> it's some it's some interesting conversations that could be taking place here <laughs> uh, when the MVP is given out. And like you said, I believe Giannis and uh, Jackson Hayes from Memphis deserve some defensive player of the year uh, conversation okay. as well. He's really, he's top three in blocks, top three in rebound. Like, he's had a great year as well. And, of course, Rudy Gobert being in the conversation for sure. 
All right, so a lot of NBA basketball coming up. The playoffs are on the horizon. Like I said, this is the last week of the regular season, all right? So me and Black will be having a playoff, uh, uh, NBA playoff uh, preview show uh, next week as we get ready uh, for the playoffs. Playing games will be taking, next, uh, taking place next week as well. So this is my favorite time of year. I love, I just love the two words, game one. Game two. I love those words. Game three. Game four. I love them because you don't get no other playoff vibe like NBA basketball playoff. You don't get it. NFL playoffs are great. College football playoffs are trash. Like, but the NBA playoffs? Game one is one story. Game two is another story. Mm-hmm. Game three is another story. You get so many different things when you have to go back and talk about a series. <laughs> It's just so much there. And I just love the drama. Looking forward to the NBA playoffs. All right, before we wrap up the show, Black here in the city, we live again. UFC 273 is this week here in Jacksonville, Florida. Two title matches on display this weekend. Uh, Jan versus Sterling for the Bantamweight Championship. Uh, Volkanovski versus Chang Sung Young, my boy, for the Featherweight Championship. You got, uh, uh, I always butcher this guy's name, Shamaz on the card. This dude has been headhunting. Smash you, brother. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A a lot of of, um, um, marquee fighters are going to be in attendance Two title fights. Jacksonville gets it again. The city's going to be live. I think the fighters start rolling into town on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of them are already here, from what I understand, on Twitter. Live weigh-ins. Free weigh-ins. Me and Black will see if we can finagle something this Friday and get down there and see what the UFC has to offer. So if you're in the MMA, I'm sure you already got your tickets if you're going. But if you want to be around it, downtown Jacksonville is going to be where it's at this weekend for the world of MMA as the biggest promotion in the world. We'll be making a pit stop here for UFC 273. All right. And last but not least, the NFL draft is approaching um, April 28th through the 30th. Um, We're getting ready. All right, we're getting ready. Don't worry. We'll be giving you live draft coverage. We'll be getting Freddie Bricks in here. We'll be getting Rashawn in here. We'll be talking a lot about the NFL draft as a lot of things start to take place. Kind of quiet week for the NFL this week, but we know they're getting ready to wrap it, ramp it up with the NFL draft. All right, Black, anything before we get out of here, man? Uh, No, man. Just uh, excited and appreciate all the love and support we get here, man. We're going to continue, continue to put out great content. Uh, y'all keep rocking with us, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. Um, what I'm, what I'm missing? Uh, Apple, Bandcamp, Bandcamp. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> all that good stuff, man. Y'all know where we at, man. But y'all keep rocking with us. Yeah. Uh, appreciate all the love and support. Yeah, shout out to the NPN Network as well, holding us down, rolling out our show each and every week. Sports desk, that's what we do, man. We be consistent. We love, uh, you know, we're gonna roll it out for y'all. So, like Black said, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. That's where y'all can catch us. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, all right, that there's a great new sports show when we're not new, but we could be new to someone else, all right? So share with your brother, your pops, your granddaddy, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your homie, your side piece, your all that. Share it. Share the sports desk, man, and get a good, good time with D and Black week in and week out. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, and on YouTube. At Dedrick Hicks Jr. Holla at your boy, man. Let's talk about something.
Oh, and you can find me on Twitter. No, out of here. I'm sorry. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3, man. Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure, man. So until next time for episode 172, you guys be cool, be safe, take care of yourselves. Thank you guys for pressing play, all right, for listening to us. And if you made it for an hour and a half throughout this whole show, God bless you. God bless you. We definitely, definitely appreciate it. So um, look forward to talking to you guys in a few days. Of course, if we get some breaking news, we'll be right back at it. And uh, remember, folks, acknowledge me. Lunch sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you're listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.